I'm Brian Kilmeade. I'm Martha McCallum. I'm David Asman, and this is the Fox News Rundown. Monday, March 29th, 2021. I'm Trey Yingst. Burmese security forces are killing dozens of people each day as protests against the military continue. Soldiers and police all around the country used excessive force from the videos that we've seen. We've seen people are beating up in the streets, left alone to die and wounded, carried by their friends on desks and tables, on improvised stretchers. This is the Fox News Rundown, Evening Edition. More than 100 people were killed this weekend in Burma, Myanmar, after a coup earlier this year sparked widespread street protests. Despite international condemnation, there are limited diplomatic and economic actions that can be taken to stop the military leadership currently ruling the country. Although it's difficult to get up-to-date and clear information about the demonstrations and clashes, the pictures that are emerging show possible crimes against humanity being committed. This was the deadliest weekend since the coup started two months ago. For more on this story and others you may have missed over the past week, this is Jonat Freeling, a senior Fox News field producer. Uh, more than 100 people have been killed by the junta. Some of them are children, women, um, all while the junta leaders celebrated with a lavish dinner party, um, the Armed Forces Day, something that was supposed to be celebratory on um, the release of the Burmese people from the Japanese a long time ago. But it has become one of the most horrible days in the country's uh, history, recent history. Soldiers and police killed all around the country, used excessive force from the videos uh, that we've seen. We've seen people are beating up in the streets, left alone to die and wounded, carried by their friends on desks and tables, on, on stretchers, improvised stretchers. U.S. President Biden, along with other world leaders, condemned the junta actions, calling them terrible and absolutely outrageous. There are fires, uh, fire shots not far away from the American embassy uh, over the weekend. No one was injured, but the atmosphere is getting tenser and tenser. UK has urged its citizens to leave the country immediately. Um, the US has done it before and they keep helping uh, civilians leave. Thousands of the current people that we talked about last week um, from south of Burma, Myanmar, uh, fled to Thailand, most of them after the airstrike conducted by the junta, um, after they have been um, driven off the villages into uh, close-by forest and, and airstrikes on the forest. Thailand is dealing with this uh, influx of refugees. Um, the sanctions that were imposed um, jointly by the UK and the US last week on business um, businesses associated with the junta are not really helping. And the UN special uh, rapporteur Tom Andrews said, it's time for the world to take action. Words are not enough either convene the UN Security Council or do it in other way, but the people of Burma, Myanmar are suffering and time is running out. You mentioned the people who are fleeing this violence. They're faced with difficult decisions about whether or not to leave their homes and if it makes sense to leave because Thailand has actually refused entry for what we understand is thousands of people. So 
the situation appears to be unraveling quickly. And as you mentioned, the economic sanctions on the military leadership ultimately isn't going to do anything because they've decided they are taking over the country and they will be the new ruling party. I want to get now to our next story, and that is out of Mozambique, a country in eastern Africa that neighbors Zambia, Zimbabwe, South Africa. There, Over the past week, the country has seen immense violence in the northern part of Mozambique with dozens being killed. What happened? It started on Wednesday evening or afternoon in a coordinating attack by ISIS-affiliated um, Islamic militants on, on the city of Palma, which is the north part of the Mozambique seashores. Um, this is a town that hosts um, a lot of foreign gas a project estimated to be more than $60 billion worth. Um, and the militants, which we don't know exactly how many of them, went into the town started firing all over, took siege on one of the hotels there, and for days they took hostages, 200 people, most of them are foreigners, working um, uh, in the gas uh, factories there. Um, thousands have been fleeing either by boats. We've seen what was called um, an, an inspiring attempt to rescue the people fleeing from Palma with vessels, either big ones, small ones, very close to the shore. Um, they heard the SOS calling on the radio and just came to the shore. People in uh, fishing boats, tiny boats, improvised boats, went into the sea and went onto the vessels. Um, the attack is still going on. The security forces are saying that they are dealing with um, um, still ongoing fire and artillery. Um, they have said, according to the spokesperson of the Defense and Security Forces, Omar Saranga, um, they're still facing uh, extreme fire. They still don't know how many people are dead and how many people have been missing, unaccounted for. Um, this is a chaos, and this is not the first time the French company Total, which has one of the projects in the Palma area, um, just announced on that Wednesday morning that they're going to resume working there after they stopped for a couple of months back in January. And Mozambique has been struggling, again, not only with poverty and COVID, but with a recurrence of armed groups that are now being associated with Islamic group from around the world that uh, b mainly give them money and weapons um, in disguise of criminal, horrific criminal attacks as we've been seeing. You've been listening to Yonat Freeling, a senior Fox News field producer. We'll be right back. We talked about this a little bit earlier, but how easy it is in certain parts of Africa for rebel groups or opposition groups to turn into full-fledged terror organizations when they receive either an influx of money or influence from outside parties. And it certainly appears like, at least partially, this is the case here in Mozambique. I want to get to our last story, and that is out of Indonesia, a familiar story in this part of the world on Palm Sunday, two suicide bombings targeting the Catholic Church there. What do we know about the number of injured and, and what happened? 
20 people have been injured um, and I have to say this was probably something that could have been much worse unless of the persistence of the guards outside of the Catholic Church in Makassar. Um, a couple who are newlywed, 23 and 24, who've been six uh, months um, has married, uh, brought some homemade explosive devices made out of pressure cookers and some screws, as we've seen in other places around the world, and they detonated themselves outside of the cathedral during the Palm Sunday Mass because the guards did not let them in. They suspected something and they did not let them in. We just couldn't imagine if something horrible like that happened, if they would be able to make their um, way into the church in the middle of the Mass and this special day. Um, the two are suspect to be part of an Islamic group, again affiliated with ISIS, Jama and Shurut Dawla which is notoriously known to carry out attacks against cathedral and church. Um, it's the same one they did a similar attack back in 2018. On December, the uh, Indonesian police has arrested um, the group leader, Asis Sumoroso. And since then, 60 more people were arrested in connection to this group. Um, Indonesia President Joko Widodo um, condemned the attack and called it an act of terrorism. However, um, he suspects and other people suspect that this is not the last time it's going to happen. Indonesia is the world's most populous Muslim majority, um, and they suspect that they're getting more and more extreme, and so we might see more attacks such as these, unless the Indonesian local police and security forces will know how to stop them ahead of time. I imagine there are a lot of concerns ahead of Easter Sunday about other attacks given the country's past and these radical groups that target the Christian population. A lot of heavy stories today, but we'll get quickly to our good news story of the week, and that is... Things that we've learned from Marshmallow the Octopus. Did you know that octopi or octopuses um, have similar sleeping pattern as humans? Um, marshmallow, um, he, which is part of uh, an experiment in Brazil, has been documented to dream while she was sleeping, um, helping the scientists identify two types of sleep. One of them is the REM, the rapid eye movement, that for now was people, scientists thought that it was uh, only mammals have it. So Marshmallow was lying down in her tank and shifted, started shifting colors from pale green to brown and orange as her muscle contracted and her eyes shifted quickly around. And this what made them understand that she's probably more similar to us than others. Um, it's still unknown what the dream was about and why she changing colors, but they will continue to investigate and study um, the sleeping patterns and the metabolism of Marshmallow and her other octopuses friends. Marshmallow is a great name for an octopus. Marshmallow is I a great say. name for a pet. I for think. any pet in general. Yonat Freeling, a senior Fox News field producer, joining us once again on the Fox News Rundown Evening Edition podcast. Yonat, thank you. Thanks, Trey. You've been listening to the Fox News Rundown. Rundown. Stay up to date by subscribing to this podcast at foxnewspodcasts.com. And for up-to-the-minute news, go to foxnews.com.
from the Fox News Podcasts Network. Subscribe and listen to the Trey Gowdy Podcast. Former federal prosecutor and four-term U.S. congressman from South Carolina brings you a one-of-a-kind podcast. Subscribe and listen now by going to foxnewspodcasts.com.